Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Sports with Sterling, I am joined by Stephen Bruin to talk about the both the football games, uh, the future of the teams that lost, what we think will happen in the Super Bowl, and we also talk a bit about the Conor McGregor fight from last night. It was a really good fight. I was at Buffalo Wild Wings. I drank way too much. I share a couple stories about my night last night. I did some shenanigans. It was a fun night, but uh, today I am paying for it. I am very hungover recording this podcast. Been hungover all day. Uh, I hate being hungover, so I'm gonna I'm gonna rethink my my future in partying and drinking hard. Uh, all day basically because I was at Buffalo Wild Wings super early. But anyways, I'm joined by Steven at the start. Then I bring in the celebratory Tyler Roach for about 15 minutes of him to be able to gloat about his 49ers going back to the Super Bowl for the first time in eight years, looking for their first win, I think in 25 years. I think that's the, the number I've been saying, so I hope that's right. Yeah, I think it's 25. And yeah, it's a good episode. It's a fun episode. Uh, I'm, I'm, You might not be able to tell, but I am hungover as hell. So I'm going to let this episode get playing. Uh, thank you for listening, and here is Steven. Hello, Steven. How are you? Welcome back. Third time, two weeks in a row. You're my boy. Ooh, I'm a recurring guest now. You officially are now a recurring guest. Yes, sir. Um, so before we start, we obviously have our two Super Bowl teams. It is the Kansas City Chiefs going for the first time in 50 years. They kept saying 50 years, and I almost forgot the, the number. Uh <laughs> I think is this their first time since Super Bowl one? Or they they no, obviously not. I'm an idiot. Super Bowl four because it's 50, Super Bowl fifty four. Okay, so yeah, first time in fifty years, and it's the 49ers' first one since two thousand and twelve. They're going for their first win since I think nineteen ninety five, something like that. Yeah, twenty five years. <laughs> so uh, they're said they're two historic franchises. They're two really good teams. I think this is probably the best matchup we would have gotten. So happy that this is going to happen. I was rooting adamantly for the Titans, but uh, that, didn't, that didn't work out. And I like Aaron Rodgers, so I kind of wanted the Packers, but I, I do like the 49ers more than the Packers. Jimmy G, he's like a, he's like a son to me, the way I look at him. Yeah, I'm, I'm a proud parent watching him blossom to be the quarterback he is today. We're going to talk about that game first, okay? That work for you? Yeah, that works for me. Um, so, okay. That just ended about an hour ago, an hour and a half ago. Uh, I've been I've been bedridden pretty much all day. I'm hungover as hell from the McGregor fight yesterday. I and forgot about that. I went and I usually don't do this. Okay, I've I've retired from partying pretty much, but I got coaxed into going to a casino yesterday where I lost sixty dollars. Not too much, not too much money, but I lost sixty dollars because the person in front of me uh, hit when she had a seventeen, and she got a king, and I had a. a I had a, what I have, I had like a nine or something. So I had a hit and I got a three. So then I had to hit again and then I got a face card. So the king would have, the king would have won me my money and I would have left happy and I would have gone home. I would have gone to bed. I didn't see you text that. I can't believe she hit on 17. Oh, oh, she had a snarky (laughs) comment to me because I asked a question when I sat down and she looked at me like I was an idiot. And when she hit on 17, I almost said, I almost said, come on, what are you doing? But a little more, a little more. Uh, a little more cursing in my in my in my vocabulary. Um, <laughs> I was pretty mad, but we then after that I'm I'm now I'm out like hundred and twenty dollars on the night because of Buffalo Wild Wings. That's where I watched the fight. Uh, yeah. Good deal. I don't drink. I don't go to Buffalo Wild Wings that much. Uh, but three dollar Coors Light Coors Light pints. How about that? That's not bad. Hey Coors, check your stock. It's going up after all the Coors that I I ordered yesterday. So then after <laughs> that, then after that I went to um, we went downtown. 
And then I, I didn't want to go downtown, but somebody said they'd pay for my drinks. It was a lie. I ended up paying for like five drinks for myself. People always say that. That's, that's oh, the that's oldest terrible. trick in the book. And I um, drank a lot of Coors Light. And then I got in a long discussion with people about the difference between a walk and a walk and sniff with a dog, okay? Hear me out. You walk right. in a dog. The dog's in a sniff the whole time, obviously, but it's like how long is an appropriate time on a walk to let the dog sniff a certain object, like a fence or a tree? I say five seconds, little yank. Come on, come on. That's a walk. But if you're letting the dog sniff the entire time, uh, or you, you don't ever pull, you don't ever say, come on, you just let them go at their own pace. That's a walk and sniff. I, I'm in the walking business, not the walking and sniffing business. So I got in a debate with people. Uh, what's the diff- Is there a difference between a walk and a walk and sniff? And it was like an hour long debate. And there was like seven, seven people against me and like four people with me. They understood the difference. Uh, yeah. So it was, a, it was a fun night though. I came okay. home. I, uh, when I slept on the couch, I didn't even, I didn't even disturb my girlfriend. I said, Hey, I'm not coming in there tonight. I'm going to sleep on the couch. I'm pretty turned. I'll probably not knock the TV over or something. So I slept on the couch. I woke up at eight o'clock. Okay. I went to bed at three, uh, and I was dying and I said, God damn it. Okay. I don't like getting hung over. I don't go out anymore because of this. And I've been hung over all day, but guess what? It is eight 30. Hangover's gone, baby. <laughs> you can say it's, it's been cured. It's been cured. Uh, I'll agree so, with your agree with your dog. That's all. That's a walk. You know, walk and a walk and sniff. Yeah, yes. I agree. That makes sense to me. Yes, it's that, like a stop and chat. Yeah, you're just uh, you're just letting your dog go out at that point. You might as well just let it in the backyard. Yeah, exactly. So, anywho, that I didn't even want to get in this whole whole mantra of my night, but I've been bedridden all day, uh, sitting on the or couch ridden all day, which I would have been anyways, except I would have been having a better time. I wouldn't be yeah. having a massive headache and basically thinking I'm going to die for the whole day, but now I feel good. Okay. I'm drinking a Coors Light and we're going to talk some football. Sadly, we didn't see that good of games today because they were both blowouts. The Titan game went, was good at the start, but we're going to, we're going to, we're going to talk about that after this. What'd you like out of the San Francisco Green Bay game? Uh, What didn't you like? And where does, we could do Green Bay first. Where does Green Bay go from here? Do you think, I'll give my little two cents here. I think Aaron Rodgers is very clearly not the same quarterback that he once was. I don't think he stokes fear into teams like he once did. And his level of play has has gone down quite a bit. He got farther this year than he's been in a while in the playoffs, getting to the conference championship. So he's not washed. I see the take on Twitter. People are like, is, is he officially Oof. washed? Yeah. You get to a conference championship, you're not, you're not washed, okay? He's still a top five quarterback in the league. Uh, but there, there's a huge difference from being – a top five quarterback and then being undoubtedly number one or number two and being a, one of the most talented quarterbacks ever. So I think there's some major problems in green Bay. They were 13 and three, the DVOA and all advanced analytics said they probably should have been more like 11 and five or 10 and six. They didn't play a hard schedule. Uh, but I wouldn't, I'd be pretty shocked if they just fall apart next year. Uh, I don't know how the future is going to be though for, for their team because after Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones, the the weapons that Rodgers have are pretty shaky, which is another thing why I'm not going to blame Rodgers that much. But what do you, what did you like about this uh, game, and where do you see Green Bay going next next year? We'll talk yeah. about San Francisco after. We'll talk about San Francisco after after we finish with Green Bay. Yeah, I think the Packers. I think just those early the interceptions and the fumbles that kind of just they were never going to catch up after that. Um, I don't think I've seen that a lot that Rogers is washed on Twitter, which I'm not too surprised about because Twitter has a 
have their own hot takes every single game. Hey, I'm a hot take. I'm a hot take king, but I'm gonna, I'm not gonna go that hot. Yeah, That's yeah. I'm too, I'm too. I'm too. Like, eh, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, his weapons are awful. Um, their defense actually, I thought looked good, but they just kept running. Like, I thought they were gonna stack the box or get some blocks, but. The 49. way the way the 49ers they're just run the ball down your throat, it's just <laughs> it's just killing. Yeah, it's it's hard to watch. It's like they're lining up and they know they're gonna run and they can't do anything about it. And they asked Shanahan, they're like, Oh, why why'd you keep running? He was like, Because it works. <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> true. Yeah. Um I still think they're yeah. gonna probably win their division next year. Um I I think so. I think they Yeah, I think division. they should. The only team that I could see probably probably having a good case what would be the Bears, if they get the quarterback position figured out, because they have a yeah. lot of talent on that roster. But yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you. I do think the the Packers are probably going to win that division next year. We'll see where they can get to. I do think they're a top. I do think they're a top eight team going into next season. They just have a lot of issues, especially on the offensive side of the ball uh, in the wide receiver core, because yeah. it's just yeah, he's throwing to Alan Lazard. Uh, Jake yeah. Kumarau had a big had a big catch. Uh, I remember that one. Mercedes Lewis, he felt yeah. like he was retired. Jay Sternberger had two catches and a touchdown. No clue who that man is. Geronimo yeah. Allison, he was funny on Twitter. Tyler Irvin, Jamal Williams, and Jimmy yeah. Graham is washed. And then you have Devontae Adams. <laughs> but yeah, that's some shitty players. So yeah. no, just you, get, you him gotta, one, get him one more receiver. Let's get, yeah, let's get the let's guy get some receiver. AJ Green's on the market. Maybe if he could stay healthy. Maybe he'd be a good addition. I don't know if he's been floated to them or anything, but they do need another receiver. And yeah, maybe not even an AJ Green level player, just someone like somewhat competent. Yeah, run, because that, because after Devontae Adams, it, it falls off so badly. Yeah. No, I, I think this team will be good next year. It was a good season for Green Bay. Uh, I thought Aaron Rodgers, the stats look pretty good besides the two picks, but he had two. The final interception of the game was over, so whatever. But he had two picks. He he lost a fumble where he didn't even try to get the ball back. He was 31 for 39 with 320. Uh, that's yeah. good stats. But yeah, yeah, a lot of garbage time stats. Yeah, it's in mostly the all half. garbage time. So. Yeah, anything in the second half, that's, that's garbage time. At that yeah, they got, they got completely dominated. I was right on this game, by the way. I said, I said San Francisco would probably blow them out, and I didn't think it happened like this. The game was over in the first quarter, right? Was that, did they, no, it was in the second quarter. where they Yeah, they, they scored 20. Yeah. yeah, they only scored seven in the so, first. So, yeah, it was over. And Jimmy G, who I love very much, had – a uh, crazier stat line than any Ryan Tannehill game this this off this uh off, <laughs> six for eight six for eight for seventy for eighty yards basically uh yeah, yeah we'll, we'll we'll round up for him you you well you you can uh you can what's it called negate the sack yards and he only had sixty nine passing yards total uh Raheem Most Mostert who they it's like they just pick a name out of the hat and said you're gonna do the work today and the work did he do my friend he had two hundred twenty yards four touchdowns. That's got to be a career postseason game. And again, all they did was just run the ball down their throat all game long, right? The 42, yeah. 42 attempts. I, I was shocked. And the, I, I can't get over it enough. The way Kyle Shanahan schemes up the run game is a thing of beauty. And I usually hate running the ball, like as a fan watching. But watching this is, it's beautiful to see how every single person gets their block basically every single time. And George Kittle, I've seen this debate, who's better, him or Kelsey? And it's really not close. Kittle is better at everything than Kelsey. The only thing Kelsey, Kelsey might be better than a Kittle is, uh, is probably getting, like, downfield catches. 
because yeah. Mahomes like has more a rocket often. Arm. Yeah, yeah. And it's because it's because of Mahomes, right? So no, I take Kittle over over Kelsey a hundred times out of a hundred. He's yeah. a better blocker. He's got great hands. He's, he's over. I don't runner. think. Yeah, I don't think anyone. I see people say which ones who's better, but I think people will just mean like catching like an offensive weapon. But I think when people really, break I still it rather down, have Kittle. Yeah, no, I'd rather have Kittle too. But I've seen people. It, I feel like they're only talking about offense. I feel like overall, I would rather have his blocking too. It's, it's, yeah, he's basically an offensive lineman. Yeah, he reminds me so much of Gronk. Uh, I like him a lot. It, if you look at the receiver stat lines here, it's just hilarious. <laughs> like two catches, one catch, one catch, two catches. That's it. Yeah. Uh, six completions total. It's beautiful. Debo Samuel almost had more uh, rushing yards than he had receiving. Yeah, I love Debo too. I've said this before. I really wish the Patriots took him over Nikhil Harry. Not 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 a diss to Nikhil Harry, but uh, Debo is actually going to be a number one. Uh, yeah. So Harry know. doesn't look like he's gonna... yeah, and also Harry doesn't uh, look like that. Uh, but yeah, I I really like this 49ers team. I I thought when they got to the playoffs that it was going to be a tough road, and ended up not being that tough. The Vikings weren't weren't hard, and then I we've talked about how we think the Packers aren't that good. Uh, it ended up being pretty easy, harder than what the Chiefs had to go through, but still pretty easy road. Uh, I'm, I was surprised at how good they've looked these last two weeks. They they have carried what they did in the end of the regular season and that gauntlet of hard games, and they're battle tested. and I and I think they're gonna win. I think they're gonna win the Super Bowl. I'm making my prediction now. I actually. I usually don't disclose the bets I make except for my parlay, but I, they opened up as a one and a half point underdog on the book I used. And I put 300 on the money line to win the Super Bowl because they're not they're You're getting points. And uh, I don't have it up right now. What, what, what my odds were, but uh, they were good. So I'm rooting for the 49ers. I have money on them and I hope, I hope it all, I hope it all goes out well because yeah. uh, that would that'd be more money than I lost in the blackjack game, and I'd be very angry. But, you know, I'm back on track. They looked dominant today. They looked dominant this whole season. The run game, that the way they run the ball is against all analytics. It shouldn't work doing what they do. Uh, every, every stat guy would say not to run it like they're running it. Obviously, if you're averaging seven yards a carry, analytics go through the door on probabilities and what should happen. But uh, what Kyle Shanahan's doing is nothing short of a masterclass on how to run the football and how to scheme runs. And if you're looking at all of these coaches that came from the Redskins, basically, and from the Falcons oh and all these other places, <laughs> and they've missed on all of them, LaFleur was, LaFleur was with Shanahan. They're really good friends. And yeah. then you had Shanahan, you had McVay, and it's all these young guys that really know how to scheme offenses. And I can't believe they let them all go, but you, I, 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 can't, I can't stress it enough. What Shanahan's doing in this in this this entire season, basically, now that he has some competency under under center, uh, it, it's great to watch. They're a really entertaining team, and I I think it bodes well for their for the Super Bowl, especially this brand of football. They're gonna run the shit out of the ball in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, who uh, looked good today against the run, but this season and last season, and they just are not built to do that. And I think. Nobody predicted the Chiefs to stop the Titans. I'm not going to get off track like here. I'm not going to get way off track, but nobody thought they'd stop Henry. I think there's a and, – and they did, but there is a less chance that they stop the 49ers because of how versatile their run scheme is and the way yeah. they use motion. Uh, Kyle Juszczyk and George, and George Kittle are basically two offensive linemen. Yeah, they have two extra. No one has a good fullback as the 49ers, which no yeah. one talks about enough how good – 
because yeah, all the good do. running backs to talk about like uh oj was going on like a long rant one video that i watched and he was talking oh, about OJ. How, dropping the oj how, how important Jeez. uh fullbacks are for a running back and how you need a good one and he just and i like didn't understand that to like a deeper level but then when i started watching some more and like paying attention oh yeah kyle you is a is a monster and yeah it's kind of like i i'm i don't want to keep invoking patriots but but it's kind of like how the patriots use james devlin use check is way better than devlin but uh yeah. once their fullback goes out and if you actually use a fullback in your running scheme like like the 49ers or the pats did your fullback is as important as anything it's as important as the guy running the ball because he's the lead blocker on every single run so it's it's pretty it is it's fascinating to watch and exactly like seven offensive linemen pretty much when you have Kittle and use check in Samuel is a great blocking receiver he's a big guy he doesn't look that big on the screen but he he's hard to get by so he's able to he's able to man up the corner on blocks and then um, Emmanuel Sanders is a pretty good blocker too when he when he's when he's doing his when he's in uh, run protection so I, I like it. I like this team. I think they're. I I said this at the when they were about six and zero or seven and zero to Tyler. I told them I think they're probably a year away. This it always seems like this happens. They the teams get deep in the playoffs their first year there, and then they're the favorite the next year. And I thought that was going to be the case with the 49ers, and they've proven me wrong. And it's a joy to watch. And like I said, Jimmy G, he's the student of Tommy. So. Yeah. Both I'm gonna, these teams, both I'm gonna do the teams. same and say uh, Mike Shanahan. He, you know, he had Kyle Shanahan. This is actually a Broncos mini Super Bowl okay, for you can us. Do that. Yeah, mini Broncos Super Bowl for Emmanuel so Sanders. Both, yeah, Emmanuel Sanders. There we go. Manny. I think that's that. I think that's the only other people. You know, Brady's older than both the head coaches in in this Packers San Francisco game. Oh, dude, they're gonna bring that up twenty times, and it's gonna be annoying every time. Well, no, no, no. he's not older than Andy Reid, but I'm saying the Packers 49ers game. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Th- did uh, they bring it up today? I I didn't. didn't. Wa- I didn't listen to this game with sound that much. I didn't, I had to turn it down because I, my oh. head was pounding. And to hear Joe Buck and, uh, and Troy Aikman for three hours, just you know, not 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 favorable for my ears. I never but, listen with sound on. So when you guys like, I never listen. And then when you guys were telling me like Monday games with Booger, I was like, okay, I'll turn the sound on. If you don't listen to Monday games with Booger, then there's a problem with you because it's yeah. it's basically watching a Chappelle. Uh, stand-up special for i watch the highlights of like all those every week oh it's beautiful the best one was where he asked him to do a draw play and spike it on third and third and ten <laughs> that was <laughs> you know he noticed that he fucked up because of because he stopped talking right after that but uh yeah this was a this, 49ers for dominant tonight i think they're gonna continue this in miami and be super bowl champions so tyler tyler will have a reason to celebrate and the 49ers I say this about the teams I even don't like. So, for example, I really don't like uh, the Warriors in basketball, right? But the league is better when teams, when historic franchises or franchises that the media loves is are great, right? I'm, I'm not a Knicks fan. I wish the Knicks were a playoff contender, right? Yeah. I want the, I want the Cowboys to make the playoffs every year because it's, it's glorious if you're not a fan to watch them lose because it – Losing deeper in the playoffs, it sucks because you're so close, but yet, you know, it's nothing's promised. So uh, I like, I actually do like the 49ers a bit. Uh, so I'm happy that they're here and the league is in a better place when a team like this is, is successful. So do you have any final thoughts on the 49ers? Uh, yeah. The whole? Uh, to me. Rob Lowe wearing a NFL logo hat. Pinnacle. That was a, uh, 
It didn't make much sense. I don't even know yeah. where they sell those. I've never seen. I've never seen an NFL logo hat. I've not either. Not I was a like, bad why is logo? Not a shield. Like, yeah, I was like, why are they showing him? And then, and then they did the promo, and I was like, oh, okay, that's why. Yeah, he's, he's not famous enough to get TV. He's not. He's not famous enough to get the the stars in the building. To me, yeah, he's a uh, he's a celebrity, but you're in you're in Santa Clara or whatever. You're in Silicon Valley. Where's Tim? Where's Tim Apple? Right, Tim Cook. Tim I mean, he had the game. <laughs> Oh, he was at the award show probably tonight because the morning shows. They, the SAG Awards happen. They're showing the they showed all the things like all the famous like uh, places in Silicon Valley, and as I they just were trying to talk about that, and I could tell the announcers had no clue what technology was or barely what the internet is. I was just like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, tr- they asked Troy Aikman. They were like, Troy, you know you're a meme now because you were crying when Jimmy Johnson got inducted to the Hall of Fame, and he's like, <laughs> there's a camera on me. Oh yeah, they said they said, "Oh, the 49ers are disruptors." That's what they said. They're like they're like that's a word, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that actually, you know, somebody just messaged me a picture of Rob Lowe, a Lids employee one week ago. Are you sure, sir? No one's ever bought that one before. It's kind of just for display, and then it's a picture of Rob Lowe, Rob Lowe with it on. That's funny. Uh this was not a fun game to watch because it was such a blowout. Uh, there was a tweet from Darrell Revis during the game talking shit about Richard, Richard Sherman because uh, he got beat on that long ball. And then literally, yeah. I think five minutes after that, he got the game ceiling pick, which was pretty pretty poetic. I want to see what happens with that exchange because I, I actually like Richard Sherman, but I'm on Darrell Revis' side. If you're the best, if you're the best corner, the best DB, uh, you got to follow your guy. The best guy you take the best guy out you don't just stay on one side of the field but yeah he got burned bad too yeah sherman sherman has been phenomenal this decade and he's probably the best db this decade i still think uh ramsey has had a better single year than or sherman had that one year we got like eight picks that's probably a better year but ramsey's had some super highlights gilmore's season this year was the best i've ever seen out of a db uh and then Revis at the start of the decade was still really good. But I still – yeah, Sherman's been phenomenal. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's been elite at his position for so long. I just think that if he's as good as what some people try to broadcast him as, you wouldn't just, you wouldn't just island him on one side of the field. You'd let him go with whoever's the best because you can scheme away from that side. And some teams have done that successfully. With this, with this 49ers defense, though, it's impossible. Just like with the Legion of Boom back in – 2013 and 14 it was really 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 difficult to do so they've used him well he's been in good defenses and he's a phenomenal player I just thought that was funny that Darrell Revis just he's been yeah. sitting and waiting for him to get burned so he could post that in a big he had a, he had a loaded in tweet deck and he's like yeah, oh, I can't wait you know he was ready for that um, oh and the last thing too before we move yep. on uh Eric Dickerson has the record for playoff he has a 248 oh yeah I didn't even think it was I didn't yeah two but that's uh that's second best though 220 really okay the next best was 209 have a game was that by henry uh no henry's was 195 which is in 10th place who had the 209 um lamar smith ah i love myself some lamar smith and then year was that uh, early 2000s uh 2000 lamar smith what team was he on the dolphins i have no clue who that is yeah, because he's a Lamar random Smith, and I, I saw Lamar Seligson Smith is an American p- politician of the Republican Party. Is this who you're talking about? He's seventy-two. <laughs> yep, that sounds like him. This guy has some education on him. SMU went to Yale after. Whoa! Then he has two more colleges I've never heard of. I don't know what he's doing, but hey, good job, Lamar S. Smith. 
Seligenson. That's a weird middle name, but hey, whatever. Okay, cool. Lamar Smith, third third all time. He's no longer second. Sorry, sorry, Lamar. It's now Raheem Mostert. Yeah, what a game. And he probably could have got to the 250. I mean, he had 29 carries, so they didn't want to keep giving him work. But hey, 7.6 average. That's phenomenal. Great game. Okay, we'll move on to the other championship game. Let me bring it up. Okay, it is up. The Tennessee Titans, the Cinderella story, fell to Kansas City 35-24. And I'm going to say this. I actually thought the Titans were going to win this game. They ended up not covering the spread either. My perfect spreads are over. I had three games left to go. I got one right today. So I'm now now 9-1 against the spread. I think... Eight and two overall, eight and two overall, nine and one against the spread. I really thought Tennessee was going to win this. I was wrong. Derrick Henry got contained. I did not see that happening, especially against this this defense, because I don't think Kansas City had a defense as good as Baltimore or New England, and oh. they showed up. And Mahomes did what he does. He had a this person made a good point. Mahomes has never had a bad game. It's true. He's had good average games. But he's had great games, fantastic games, phenomenal games. I don't think if you look in his game log, you'll say, wow, he really stunk it up here. There's none of those. So we're, we're looking at Tennessee. We'll talk about the losers first. Tennessee finishes 9-7. and seven. Uh, they, were, they beat two of the, most, uh, impre- two of the best franchises in football, 12-4 and four and 14-2. and two. They dominated both games with time of possession, and Derrick Henry was just out of this world. And obviously, if Derrick Henry didn't have a good game and you had to rely on Tannehill, you're not going to be confident in Tannehill outdueling Mahomes. Although Tannehill did have a good game today. They just got down in the first half. And when, when they, they had the early lead and when they lost the lead at the end of the first half, I think everybody knew uh, probably not going to end well for them. And it didn't. So where do you see Tennessee? This is, a good, this is an intriguing one, okay? Because Green Bay is going to stay with Aaron Rodgers. They, you know, the, the makeup of their team's not changing. But Tennessee has some, has some decisions to make. They're going back to Mariota? They're going to yeah. bring back Tannehill? I'm just kidding about that, by the way. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> they're going to bring back Tannehill? Uh, they have decisions to make because if you watch, the only reason they got to where they are is Derrick Henry. Tannehill has been effective, but, uh, and he's been fine. He's been a above average quarterback since he started in week seven but uh when the going got tough and you had to rely on that arm you saw you know some not so great things happen so where does tennessee go steven how about uh, riddle, riddle me that yeah because derrick henry is a free agent right mm, do not think so i think it's next season next se- okay so you don't have to worry about let that. me look it up real quick i don't want to but derrick henry's a free agent he's gonna get a fucking contract i i think they're gonna keep Tannehill, and i i i feel like they're gonna pay him way too much you think they give him like the 25 a year yeah yeah that's what i'm thinking i think like everything that i've read reports on they are like infatuated with Tannehill now oh derrick henry is a free agent sorry that's what i thought i I wasn't sure you guys know more than me but um yeah derrick henry see that's gonna be a big thing are they gonna want to pay him is it gonna go to someone else derrick henry's gonna get a huge deal derrick henry this is hawks i'm calling it now they don't have the money i'm just kidding but um i have no idea i feel like they have to pay him yeah he's still young oh he was a second rounder that's why i always because i remember yeah he wasn't a first rounder i thought he had the fifth year option his deal right now is four years 5.5 million so he's about to sign probably a four year if i had to guess a four year 
68 million, 72 million, something like that. He'll probably get the, he'll probably break the record. And then I bet 50 million of it's guaranteed. They have to keep them. If they don't, I feel like if they don't keep Derrick Henry, their team, their entire makeup of their team is going to just be kaput, you know? Yeah. And yeah. So, they, okay. Yeah. I, sorry. That's I, what I, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm worried about is are they going, I could see a, a terrible organization like the Titans paying Tannehill a ton of money and not wanting to pay Derrick Henry what he's worth just because he's a running back. I could see that happening, and I'm kind of worried by that. So Tennessee has $57 million in cap next year. Okay. Uh, you that give Tannehill the 25, and obviously it works differently. You give Derrick Henry 15, uh, they'd, they'd be fine. They could still add more people. But, yeah, that, that changes it all up. I was not prepared. I, I thought he was going to be a free agent. So the calculated mar- market value for Ryan Tannehill, I just looked it up, $30.6 million. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he'll get that somewhere. He will. Cause yeah. if Phillip rivers looks like he's done in, in law in the chargers. And if Brady doesn't go there, Ryan Tannehill will probably be the guy that they go for. I mean, he's a good starter and uh, there's not many, there's not many guys on the market. He's not yeah. that old. He's what is he? 30, 31. Yeah. So you give him the four year, the three year, uh, $90 million deal. And, when he's 34 it's over I, yeah that's probably acceptable i mean yeah they, they've compared him to the, the these contracts okay uh alex smith who signed a four-year 94 million dollar deal when he was 33 aaron Rodgers, who signed a four-year 134 million dollar deal when he was 34 mad ryan who signed a 150 million dollar deal when he was 32 and then nick Foles, and this is probably the most similar one and it'll be a little higher i think it was a four-year 88 that he signed last year when he was 30 so they're saying that after adjusting the above contracts if Tannehill is signed at his current age a linear regression is performed providing us with the following initial value six years 173 million i don't think he's getting that but he will get he will get three years 80 85 i'd say so I would let him walk. I'd sign Derrick Henry. I'd probably try to get Cam or Brady. Like Cam there with that offense would be really That'd good. That'd be fun. That'd uh, be a fun Brady, team. Brady has the ties with Vrabel, and they're both upgrades to Tannehill. But I would not give Tannehill that money. So there's a lot of questions for this Titans team because they snuck in the playoffs at the end of the season when they went to Tannehill. They yeah, snuck. Really yeah. good. It, it was Yeah, they, they were really hot at the end of the year. I thought they ended as a top-five team. Obviously, they were in the final four, but that doesn't always show everything. But I, I do think that they were a top five roster, top five team the way they were playing. Um, they just they just hit a hit a hit a giant today that was able to contain the person that's been so great for so long in Derrick Henry. I was expecting a a one like a thirty carry one fifty one sixty from Derrick Henry today, and instead you get you know twenty for seventy. So yeah, got to be was... a little better. They abandoned the run in the third quarter because they kind of had to because they were losing and it wasn't really working. And then you have Mahomes just making amazing long balls and Tyree kill. And he had a little, hit a little, uh, I don't know if you saw it, but I think it was before the half. Um, what was that? 27 yard TD run that he took in like effortlessly, like did a little yeah. Lamar uh, stutter step. And then, yeah, it was a really good run. Also, I, I think one the of the guys can't t- tackle one of the guys, bad. one of the guys didn't want the penalty. So he, he's, like uh he stood up kind of the fr- yeah. the second guy that missed him and he could have he could have hit him but i thought that he thought that the guy was going out of bounds right he thought mahomes was running out of bounds yeah. obviously he wasn't 
and he stupidly hit him because that touchdown changed everything. It really yeah, did. It really like lead going into the half. Yeah, it was. It was a. They were gonna have to kick a field great goal. play, and it's gonna be on his highlight tape forever. That's part of his career highlights now, hundred percent. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's when I knew the game was over. Right when he scored, I, I that. felt that exact same same I was thing like, in my It's stomach. over. So okay, I knew we, I knew they were gonna have to abandon the run, like he said. Yeah. Any good. other t- any other Tannehill Titan stuff, and then we'll talk about the Chiefs. Uh, pff, nothing really about the Titans. I think I think I was kind of upset. I thought Derrick Henry was gonna do a little more, but. Yeah, you I was kind of You can't run for 160 plus every every game, especially in the playoffs. Yeah, I was expecting that, but uh he already did something unprecedented in his last 3 weeks. It's not it's not been human honestly, so I just expected it to keep going, but I'm assuming he's probably a little tired, honestly. Like it's not easy to carry the ball 80 times or 90 times over the last 3 weeks and you're in the in terrible cold conditions and stuff. So he just had a down game and it happens and it wasn't a terrible game. Like, yeah, he saw the TD. Yeah, yeah. Frank Clark saying, I hope you show my quote now. And Frank Clark did not tackle Derrick Henry once. So I don't Frank Clark see him. sucks. We're going to talk about the chiefs. Okay. Let's do yeah, that. Let's, let's go on that. Um, Kansas city. They're, they're obviously a great team. Uh, they have an uber talented quarterback with probably the best weapons in football. And I made a tweet today that people got mad about. And I said, uh, Mahomes has benefited from being in a great system. And I think the system matters more than the quarterback on every single team. Uh, there's great talents like Mahomes, like Rogers, like Wilson, all these people. But if you put any of them in this chiefs offense, I think they're all doing similar stuff. Alex Smith for the five years, he was a starter there or however long, I think he made the playoffs almost every year, right? They had 12 yeah. wins in seasons and stuff. He was good every year. And, Alex Smith is not Pat Mahomes. He's not close to that. But I'm still saying the results were pretty much sim- pretty similar. They got to the playoffs every th- this year. Obviously, they got to the Super Bowl. But um, no, I made that, and people were like, "Oh, Alex Smith never threw for 50 touchdowns." And I said, "Alex Smith went 14 and two one year. Is it, you don't need to throw for 50." But they have great weapons. But uh, and Mahomes is phenomenal. But people were mad at me for for saying that he's like a little pro- a system QB. And it's like yeah. Andy Reid's an offensive genius. That's not a diss. Yeah, Mahomes is great. I think Mahomes is the either the most or the second most talented quarterback I've ever seen with Aaron Rodgers as the other, okay? It's yeah. unbelievable the things he does and the, and the throws he makes. And he's not that fast. He looks like he's slow, but he's able to get a lot of yards when he runs every time. And I, that's, that's magical. That's something that I don't understand. So, uh, no, the Chiefs looked great. The Titans did all the hard work for them. Kansas City by taking out New England who would have played them in the first round and then Baltimore in the second round and I think if they would have won if the Titans would have won this one I I would have picked them in the Super Bowl honestly because of because of how crazy the trajectory was so they did all the hard work for the Chiefs and the Chiefs have had to beat Bill O'Brien who might actually have been betting against his team in that game and then uh the Titans who were hot but still nobody thought the Titans were as good as as I thought, I guess, they were seven and a half point underdogs and everything and nine point underdogs last week and six point underdogs the first week. So, uh, yeah, I I thought the Chiefs, the Chiefs handled business. They went down early like they did last week. It's a it's a good showing that they were able to respond to adversity and they score so, so damn quick that it's it's pretty it's pretty scary if you're playing them because you never know if the game's over when you're up 10. 14 24 like last week it's you got it you got to keep you got to keep the foot on the gas so Mahomes is great he had a great game 
I, I, I just, I, I hate some, I made another tweet that got a lot of uh, likes or whatever about yeah. somebody tweeted about Frank Clark. The trade was great. And I said, he fits right in. Uh, he's a, ch- he's a woman beater or whatever. And uh, everybody's like, you're a Patriots fan saying that because of Aaron Hernandez. And I'm like, when no, Aaron so Hernandez got arrested, they released him. It's not similar at all. Like Frank yeah. Clark, uh, Frank, you don't even do Frank Clark. Do Tyreek Hill. He shouldn't be allowed to play football. And, I, and the, it's just negligence. And it's why I don't like the Chiefs. They, they have a culture there of not caring about any of this stuff. They got rid of Kareem Hunt because there was a video. Uh, was the reasoning basically because they knew what happened. And the, that video was the least shocking of all these stories that come out about domestic violence and about child abuse out of all, like he, he kicked the girl in the, in the, ele- in the hallway and they released him because the video came out. But what about the phone call with Tyree kill, which was way more graphic and the, the details and everything that came out about that just because there's no footage they don't release them or they don't put them on the commissioner's exempt list. I, I really don't like Tyree kill. He's the only player that I, uh, actively root to get hurt. I, I think he's a piece of shit and I, I want him out of the league, but the, the chiefs don't care. And he's catching touchdowns. He had a great, it's a terrible look for the NFL that the, that this type that this type of person had this type of game. Cause now everybody's going to talk about him and you'll see who gives him praise and who doesn't. And the people who give him praise are fine enabling the behavior of Tyreek Hill. And it's going to happen again. And he's going to get arrested and then everybody's be all like, Ah, uh, the the Chiefs cut him. That's a good move by the Chiefs, but they're going to let them win a Super Bowl or play in a Super Bowl and stuff with him being the best offensive player on that team outside of Mahomes. It's just it's insane to me. Come on, have a backbone, Kansas City. Don't allow these players on your team. Yeah, no, I have the same feeling towards. Like, I actually most players I kind of like see. I'm like, okay, maybe they didn't actually do it, but like that video and uh, the the call. Sorry was it was super graphic and he he pleaded guilty to uh domestic violence when he was in college yeah so it's not so like it's, it's like, a one-time it's, thing yeah it's normal if it's behavior. a one-time thing it's still it's still extremely fucked up but he's got a history of it so when this new stuff comes out that he broke his son's arm and stuff come on how's he playing how is yeah. he I, I i just don't get it and he's gonna have a big game probably in the super bowl and it's gonna look terrible just like if Aaron Hernandez would have won, would have caught the Super Bowl winning catch, hindsight, you look back and you're like, wow, that looks pretty bad. And yeah. if Tyreek Hill does that, it's going to be like, wow, that looks pretty bad. And they just don't care. And it's crazy. And people were saying, like I said, people, people were tweeting me like, this is rich coming from a Patriots fan. They're not the same thing at all. I'm pretty sure that probably 25 to 31 teams would not have Tyreek Hill playing. Maybe not that high. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just wishful thinking that people actually care about this stuff. But I think there's certain organizations that like take a very like. I feel like the Broncos would not take Tyreek Hill. I don't Uh, think any team in that division would, besides maybe the Chargers, because I know I I know Davis says he won't. He has a zero tolerance policy for the Raiders. So yeah, he. I believe. I believe that. So, I, and it just, I look through each roster, the Seahawks would probably not take somebody like that. They do give people second chances and stuff, but I think, uh, I think they would have released him when that video came out, came out. I know the 49ers would have, I know the Rams probably would have, I don't know anything about the Cardinals, but I'd assume so because I, I, I do think a woman owns the team now. Uh, yeah. And the, you, so. that would, usually they're, they're smart about this stuff more, more than men because they're in this situation more so. And I mean, you can go down the entire, the entire list of owners and stuff and say, would this, would this guy keep them or no? And no, I just, I can't believe it. 
and he's going to get a big con- he signed a big extension and stuff and i mean come on it just looks bad and then they bring in frank clark who's had a lot of off the field issues and it's more than just that too i can't remember there's another there's another few players on the team that i think had history with uh with some pretty pretty terrible shit but uh maybe I, maybe i'm mis misspeaking but yeah, I I don't like the Chiefs, and I'm really rooting against them. Mahomes seems like a seems like a pretty nice guy, and I have nothing nothing to disrespect him on. I just think, and I said this at the beginning of all, the first episode we did, Vinny and I, I said we need to cool our jets on Mahomes because he hasn't won anything yet, and people took that out of context and thought I was calling him trash. No, win a Super Bowl. If if he wins a Super Bowl here, he's goaded, right? You're you're now down in history. If you're just doing yeah. the regular season thing and putting up some gaudy numbers that doesn't matter that much it really doesn't to me so hey there's a good chance they win this i think this is a terrible matchup for them though and sometimes you run into bad matchups but that's basically my kansas shitty spill uh good game by them they earned it they they played great in these last two games they had slow starts in both but in the second half and in the second quarter they just turned on the jets and scored a shitload of points and they're a great offense. They're going to be really tough, really good for a very long time. Uh, when Mahomes signs his next contract though, I would not be surprised if, if it goes a little downhill because he's going to get uh, you know, four year 200. It's going to be a huge, it's going to be a massive contract. Oh, it's, it's going to be earth shatteringly big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, shout out Sammy Watkins had a great game. I'm glad he's thriving. Not on a Sammy Watkins. Team. He's a good I love guy. Sammy Watkins. He, he's not a Tyreek Hill. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's, he's really good. Ugh, I really like Mikhail Hardman. I don't I mean, know I, how they keep getting he these. He only things. does kick returns and punt returns, but I really like that guy. They keep getting these extremely fast people yeah, all Hardman, over. Yeah, Hardman's super quick. Robinson's quick. Tyreek like, Hill's like an like a actual sprinter, okay? And then, yeah. It's, yeah, it's all these people. Damian Williams is really fast. He's a run. It's a just they have so, so all their much receivers speed. or the main receivers are all so quick and oh, which yeah, helps. They, they just have an, they just have an un, unreal unreal amount of speed at at that position more than every other team, and it's it's probably it's a luxury that that they play uh, <laughs> this on this uh, with with Mahomes who can hit every single pass. So no, I don't have much more to say about the Chiefs. I think that them that they handled business. They won the game they should win next week is, or in two weeks, it's going to be a really, really tougher challenge because the 49ers defense is for real and you're giving them Kyle Shanahan two weeks to scheme. And a lot of people give Andy Reid is an offensive genius. That's basically all he is. As far as a coach, he's not a good time manager. He wastes timeouts when he shouldn't. Uh, There's a lot of problems with Andy Reid and there it's been historic that, you know, he, in big games, he, he falls flat. So I don't know how good he's going to do in this in this game, co- coaching and scheming. I, I assume well, especially offensively, because he is really good at that. But we'll see if it if it boils down. Because a close game, I have no faith in him being able to make the right choice. And that's worrisome if your coach does that a lot. So, yeah. do you have anything left on the on the Chiefs? You said uh, you said Sammy Watkins, big game, big game, Sammy. Yeah, big game, Sammy. Shout out, Sammy boy. If you're listening, I know you are. Yeah, Sammy Watkins is a loyal listener, but he probably is going to be upset at me going in on a couple of his teammates. So, Sammy, yeah, if you're listening, you're 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 an angel. As far as I know, you're 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 an angel. <laughs> as, far, as, as far as, as, as we're aware, as far as yeah. we're aware, yeah. you have no <laughs> domestic violence I'm not, charges. I'm not, alle- I'm not 
I'm giving any allegations here. I'm just saying I have no, I have no idea if you're a bad guy. I, from what I know, you're an amazing guy, Sammy. I love you. I would like you on the Patriots. Honestly, you'd be, you'd be our number one probably. Uh, it's a shame that he was. <laughs> it's a shame that you're pretty much downgraded to the number three on this team. I mean, you can come to New England and you can thrive here. That's all I'm gonna say. Think about it, Sammy. Think about it. When's his contract up? Sammy Watkins contract. One second, Stephen. I need. To he was drafted in 2014. I know that. Number four to the Bills. Oh, he got a big contract, didn't he? He got like 13 yeah. million a year. Never mind, Sammy. You're too expensive for too expensive for my squad. Yeah, he's got a $21 million cap hit Ooh. next year. Ooh, yikes. Ooh. Sammy, congratulations. Yeah, shout out Sammy. I hope they give you more money. Yeah, come on. Give him a bigger contract. Uh, but yeah, I, I think these, this, this Chiefs team is going to be here for a long time. They were kind of discussing, is this the next dominant AFC team? Uh, probably they'll be, there, they'll be in the mix for a long time. I don't, I don't know what they meant by that. I think that they'll, they'll win a Super Bowl probably and within, with Mahomes. I sure hope so. If, if you gave me an over-under on Super Bowls with Mahomes, like a betting odds, it should probably be 1.1 1. 1 and a half. So either you say one or two because he's that, he's that talented. But uh, we'll see when the new contract gets signed because it's going to be earth-shattering and they're not going to be as, as stout on any positional set because he's going to be making, what is it, 10 times, more month, 10 times more a year than he makes now? I mean, come on. Deserves it too. He's great, but yeah. it's gonna happen, and it's gonna it's gonna send shockwaves through the league because it's gonna reset the quarterback market. And then the next person that signs after him, they're gonna it's gonna be a terrible contract because yeah. you know That's the next guy's gonna out. be like the next guy's gonna be like uh, trying to think of a pretty bad court Trubisky or something. Ooh. I know they were in yeah. the same draft, but it's like the the quarterback number right now. Tannehill, right? It said thirty million a year is is a good number or. A, what they what they're predicting well Tannehill's not a 30 million a year quarterback but when Mahomes gets his 50 you're gonna say ah oh, yeah 45 eh, we can we can we can wing it with that so yeah I don't know what happens we're the, the Super Bowl matchup what what's your what's your early feeling uh, you know I just feel like if the Chiefs get to the same start out that they did last week I mean this week and last week yeah I feel like the 49ers are gonna have a stronghold but I, I have a strong feeling I feel like picking the Chiefs. I don't know if that's a lock yet, but right now I'm just feeling the Chiefs. You're feeling the Chiefs. You know, my my I well obviously I put money on the 49ers, so that that upsets me if, if that happened. But um, <laughs> I just think the 49ers are the best team. Jimmy, I said this, I've said this a lot. Jimmy G's their weakest link, and he's still, you know, a 15th best quarterback, 16th. He's like in the he's in the mid-tier. He's not gonna lose you a game, I don't think. Uh, he probably isn't gonna win it for you either. Huh? He plays pretty conservative, which yeah. they scheme, obviously. But yeah, he's probably not going to win you the game. So if you need him to air it out and the run's not working, it it'll be a tough game. But I I'm very confident the run will work because Kyle Shanahan is, uh, <clears throat> I have the uh, the utmost respect for what he's doing. Like I I can I cannot praise it enough. It's it's something majestic. Okay, those runs, I don't like watching runs. I say this, but guess what? God damn it, I like watching the runs. Okay, they look good. They look good uh yeah. what else is there oh in this game i'm just i'm feeling confident in the 49ers yeah i i just i think they're a better team and i'm just happy that the two well the two teams i feel like were the best all year are like in the watch yourself steven the teams that i felt were the best all year well you know i'm gonna say this i'm pretty bitter because the can the chiefs beat the patriots in a game where the patriots were extremely ref 
terribly refed, and that switches everything up. They get the two seed or maybe even a, the one seed. That was a terrible game. A whole bunch of stuff changes, and uh, I don't forget. I don't forget these things. Yeah, it's more than just one game because it it, it ruined it ruined the whole entire thing. But I mean, there you go. There's an excuse. Don't lose it at offense at home week seventeen. There you go. That's what they <laughs> That's a, yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, okay. Anyways, one last thing. You watched the McGregor fight yesterday, my friend. I did actually wanted to talk about that. Well, not on this episode. Bye, Stephen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, that, it was that you like it. Did you did you watch the whole card or just the final fight? Oh, uh, I watched all the. I watched the main card. I didn't watch like prelims or anything. Okay, so back, before we before I'm gonna give you a little spiel. So I got to Buffalo Wild Wings, like I said at the beginning of this. I think at four thirty. Okay, you were there pretty early from whatever. I was there early because I called and I said they well they asked, picked up the phone. They're like. We have the McGregor fight, <clears throat> and I hung up. I didn't want to have any contact with people like that. I'm like, okay, I, I know, I understand. You know why I'm calling. Thank you for telling me. I'll, I'll be there when I get there. But then I was like, shit, I have to call back because I need to ask some questions. So I called back, same exact answer. I said, I just called. I know. And thank you. When should I get here? Because I know it's going to be packed because it's the biggest draw. And she's all, ah, 4.30, 4.45-ish. So I said, okay, Sarah, let's get going. We get there at 4.30. And then I already know my day's going to suck because I'm going to drink all day because I'm not just going to be that asshole that just sits, right? Yeah, just nothing. Yes. Dude, would you, like, would you like a beer? Nah, I'm good with water. Would you like food? Nah. I just keep bringing the water. <laughs> yeah, no, so, so I knew I was drinking, but <clears throat> that card stunk. The, yeah. when, when, the, when the pay-per-view started, there was not one good fight on that card. And uh, the prelims were pretty good. There was a, there was a, a, a woman's fight that was great the girl tore acl and she didn't quit she ended up losing but she, the doctor felt her knee and was like yeah your acl's torn and she's like she, can i fight and he's like yeah but i would probably suggest not to he's like, i'm gonna keep fighting and there's blood all over great fight that was the fight of the night i i forget the two the two women's name but uh god that was a good fight that was the best fight of the night and i don't even remember the names or anything but that was entertaining every other fight sucked it was such a boring card. All the fights were drawn out or they ended rather quickly, but there was nothing good. Like there no good action that was like, Ooh, wow. Ooh. Then the Conor McGregor fight happened. So then I'll let you, you can, you could take it from here on, on your opinions and stuff. I'm just saying that fight card was not worth the, the hangover that I've got today because of yeah. my excess drinking in the wee hours of the afternoon at 4.30. I don't start that early usually unless I'm doing a podcast. And you know I got a Coors Light open. How about that? Coors Light, free beer, please. Uh, go on, Steven. Give me, give me your spiel on the, on the actual fight. Yeah. So, the card sucked? Uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty bad. I, I'm glad Holly Holm won. I'm a big Holly Holm fan. Oh, I'm so, happy she won too. Yeah. So I'm glad that wasn't won. the fight I was talking about. Yeah, no, I know that. I'm just because that was a different fight. But I'm glad Pettis lost. I hate that guy. Um. Yeah, but the Connor fight, first, I don't know why people thought Cowboy had even the just the inkling of a chance. The guy fucking terrible. He's not a good fighter. Yeah. He's just um, average. Yeah, he he wins a couple, he loses a couple. Like he's just an average fighter. He beats the people he should beat and he loses the people he should lose to. And he never yeah, and he never changes course. He never gets an upset win, it seems. Yeah. It's always it's, it's always like, Oh, this guy's a better fighter. Uh he's gonna win. Yeah. Never, never a chance. It just seems like that. But yeah, and and I, I'm not the biggest Conor McGregor fan. So when, when he was throwing those shoulders and people were like, "Ooh, look at him doing new things," I'm like, John Bum Jones has been doing that same yeah, move Bones. for uh, forever. Why do people give it? Uh, people just love Conor for some reason. I don't know why. 
I think it, I think Connor is the best fight fight seller that oh, he's had since Tyson. He's better than Floyd at it. Oh, much and, better. And it's I I I'm not a huge Conor McGregor fan, but I was rooting for him because oh, me I actually care about the brand as a UFC as a whole. And if he loses that, that's it a hurts. Big it's L. like when Ronda Rousey lost. Yeah, Holly Holmes great, and so is and so is Nunez. The two that I think those are the two that beat her, right? Did she lose a third, or did she only lose to those two? I think she lost to those two, and then she and, Hol- like, and I'll go to Holly WWE. Holm, yeah, and Holly Holm and and Nunez are and Amanda Nunez are probably the two greatest women fighters ever. So she lost to two p- good people. It wasn't like she just got knocked out by a scrub. It's actually like probably the two goats of of the women weight classes. So, uh, but when she lost, you could tell Dana White wasn't happy. Right, no, because his face that was their star. Uh, when John Jones, if he ever loses, I don't think he will, especially if he stays at a weight class. Even if you don't like the guy, and if you really hate the guy, I understand rooting against him. But you're rooting against the sport that you love if you if you hate him that passionately. Because oh, uh, I yeah, loses, I'm on that level. Yeah, yeah. He if if somebody like these people lose, it hurts the revenue stream, thus hurting the fighters' future pockets. Uh, if Cowboy would have beat Connor. It would have been good for a rematch where I think Connor would have killed him because the only way I see Cowboy beating him was like in a, a bizarre fashion that crazy knockout, right? That he just hits him once and then yeah. it's like, what? What just happened? But in, in fact, they, the opposite happened. Connor did that. He knocked him out, I think, 44 seconds. Uh, the, the, the fight itself was fast. It was not worth it if you bought it because, you know, you're getting 40 seconds. But I guess some people want that. They just want the knockout shot. That head kick was amazing. Again, he's a good fighter. Um, I think a lot of people thought he might be rusty. He did not look rusty. He looked way more serious during this fight lead up than he has in, since he got famous, right? He wasn't making uh, a whole bunch of jokes. He wasn't talking a whole bunch of shit. And I think that's because he respects Cowboy more than more than a lot of his other opponents and yeah no and he doesn't have to sell fights anymore he just sells it for being him he seemed so much more like ready and was like he had like that fighter look in him like he looked like he was training he was focused he wanted he wanted this win and yeah and it really showed he looked great and the the quick knockout uh it he's he's powerful and i really think the next fight that they should make i don't want to see khabib in him again because khabib's gonna win i I think i think if you're doing a UFC pound for pound ranking history, it's going to be John Jones, Khabib, and GSP as your top three. And you can have them any way you want. Probably Khabib as third, but uh, yeah, I'm put I don't GSP think anybody's beating him. Yeah, nobody's going to beat him. He, he, he's a boring fighter, but he wins because he knows how to do a whole bunch of shit. That, and he's better at everything than other people. He's not a great striker, but he doesn't need to because he'll take you down, just like GSP. So, yeah, uh, GSP is my all-time favorite. Yeah, uh, nobody fighter. wants to watch. Nobody wants to watch Connor and Khabib go again because Khabib will win unless Connor just gets him with a lucky, a lucky punch like he did Aldo when Aldo was at his was at his peak. That can happen, but the likelihood is very, very slim. The fight everybody wants to see, the fight they should make is Masvidal and him. Ooh, Masvidal, uh, and I think that's a great fight. Yeah, no, I was actually gonna say that he should fight. I think I tweeted it out that I want him to fight Masvidal, and Masvidal will kill him. You think I, so? I, I think love Masvidal. Good. He's so he's so. He, oh, I love Masvidal prom- too. Them promoting a fight too—that would be one of the biggest. They would have to have a good card because that would be that would draw so much attention. Because yeah, because Masvidal has really since since that knee to Askren, the eight second knockout, he he's Rose transformed from being just a journeyman in the UFC that really you know nobody really knew unless you really knew fighting. 
it, it, he was a random pretty much. And then he does that. Uh, he did something before, like where he slapped somebody backstage, which was funny. I, I can't remember who it was, but I know he went viral on that. And then he did the, the eight second knockout. And then they gave him the, the Diaz fight and he looked great in that fight. And he, he looked really good. And he's just so good at shit talking too, that it would be great. It would be yeah. an amazing uh, press conference and everything. And he they're says both the craziest shit. Like, yeah. I don't know if you ever seen him on like part of my tank. He's like, I sent people to the shadow realm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no, he's funny. I listened to him on the Levitard show. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's really hilarious. good. And I thought it was funny. Stu Gotts was on the, was in the way in with him against Nate Diaz. Yeah. And it was just, yeah, I, I, I like, I like Masvidal. I think it'd be a good fight. And I think it's a fight that would generate probably the most buzz and actually Connor could win that, which is really important because you want the best fight, but you also want a fight where Connor probably wins if you're the UFC, because him staying, him keeping winning is, is goal number one because of yeah. the draws that he continues to bring. He loses one more time. It's fine. If he loses two or three more times, probably not fine. And uh, also, shout out to him. He won. He got ten million dollars for that fight. He did not take one punch, not one. Yeah. That's the greatest thing of all time. Now, I would have been in cowboy shoes gladly. You get three million dollars to just get beat up for forty seconds. I'd take that, right? Yeah, I'll take that but heartbeat. Ten million dollars to not get touched. He didn't get touched. That's that's phenomenal. Could you imagine that? You're like, ah, oh, wire it to my bed. I'm drinking tonight. That's what he probably. So let's go party. I'm, I don't have any, my, no concussion, no, no broken nose, nothing. Let's, let's, let's turn up. How about that? Yeah. Cowboy, oh, I said though, just like that. He's a, he's a tough dude. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I can't imagine getting the shit kicked out of you and breaking all those bones so much. And you, oh and then you're, God. and then you still, you still want to go in there. <sighs> Crazy. Well, man. you have to, you know, that every fighter, at least, I every big fighter like cowboy definitely had this is you have an after party win or lose and you get paid to go like it's hosted and stuff and you're like you're the guy so after you get the shit knocked out of you you still have to go and listen to loud music for three hours and obviously if you're in the hospital or things like that it could get canceled but like normally they still go to their after party even when they lose so i couldn't imagine that i just think of the headaches and everything that would be terrible concussions they don't remember it it's fine uh, probably probably true or that even if you win a hard fight and then you have an after party that's like god damn this is terrible i feel terrible come on let's get let's wrap this up but no it, it was a good fight uh in terms of the result happening and the excitingness of it uh social media has their has their uh headlines and everything for it which is good it's always good to to, to be <laughs> to be on there i like seeing tom brady there huge yep. standing ovation Made. at the bar at buffalo wild wings 60 percent of people booed 40 percent cheered no other reaction to uh to mccaffrey or any of those any of those guys the funniest one was miles garrett getting getting his name on the cryon and uh baker not even being acknowledged at the start i thought that I was hilarious because baker's way more famous than miles garrett right but <laughs> yeah i think most people i most like average nfl fans probably like just do not know who miles garrett is yeah if you don't know football you'd you know he was the first pick, but oh, you probably know him because of the yeah. helmet swing. So oh, true, his rise of fame. Yeah, the helmet so, swing. Yeah, I know. Which I mean, yeah, that's pretty funny. But I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I thought the, I thought the celebrities there were good. It's always a good environment when you're able to stack the house with famous people because they had a ton. That. Yeah, there was a ton. They had McConaughey. Oh yeah, he was uh, there. Baptista. I forget how to say his name. I like that guy. Which one? 
the guy that plays uh oh i know what you're talking baptista. about watch the guy in watchman dave baptista or oh batista him? batista bomb yeah. yeah 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 my boy i love yeah. wwe get it he had a small little little cowboy hat on <laughs> cowboy um celebs at mcgregor fight that's the only two i can remember because when oh, they showed matthew mcconaughey i was like oh hell yeah all right all right ready i'm gonna give you give you some names all right. brady mccaffrey miles garrett devo was McConaughey, there hey chris Stapps. chris Stapps was there whoa whoa um anybody else chuck liddell was there well yeah i that's funny <laughs> he goes to every one of them I think uh, he goes. I think Luda, he actually does. Luda was there. Uh, how can we forget Jeremy Renner, Hawkeye? Oh, how can we forget <laughs> Tyson Fury? Bowman. Oh yeah, Tyson Fury was there. Um, Steep, Stipe Miocic, Kamara Usman, obviously Chuck Liddell. They kept showing you Raya Faber, the most overrated fighter of all time. Hey, hey you leave the California kid alone. Yeah, okay. Stevo, Stevo was there. Oh, Tony Robbins was there. Tony Robbins, congratulations! Motivational speaker. I'm gonna take it. <laughs> yeah, nice. It was a good. It was a. It was a good, uh, a good crowd. So yeah, good fight. Uh, happy that it happened. I almost bet. I almost did this. I didn't do it. So I'm an idiot. But I almost bet a hundred dollars on McGregor knocking, uh, knocking Cowboy out within a minute. Seventeen hundred uh, plus seventeen hundred odds. So if I bet a hundred, I win seventeen hundred. I, yeah, those just weren't good enough. But I, I honestly, I was looking back on it. I was like, this could happen. Uh, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, and I'm like, ah, I should have bet it. I knew it. But yeah, did you yeah. tweet out that he's gonna knock him out in the first round? I thought it was first. Or, I thought it would go two rounds max, but I, I was assuming a first round knockout was was the most likely likelihood because yeah. he wants to put on a show. So I mean, it obviously makes sense the one minute, but it's just so quick, right? Because the first minute they could be feeling each other out. Uh, yeah, I, I knew when he the right when they started and he like ran up to him and, and like swung. I I knew that he was going to try to knock him out pretty quickly, and he did. So hey, should have bet it, didn't. I'm an idiot, but. Uh, yeah. Actually, that's probably not a good thing to gamble on because it's just no. Like, yeah, you so, should. I would I never know, bet. I'm, I'm smart enough to do that bet. That's basically just because if that's I a, win that that's bet, a you're gonna bet. see me make some. You're gonna see me make some crazy props. Yeah, you're gonna lose that money and you're gonna go down a bigger hole. Yeah, exactly. It's it's not 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 good. So okay, Stephen, thank you for coming on. I think we covered just about everything. Um, do you have? Do you want to play Rocket League after this? Huh. Yeah, we can play Rocket League. We're gonna play. We're gonna play some PS4. This is. I'm gonna tell you, everybody listening that plays that plays PS4. Uh, so Brandon, that's the only one I know. Hey, loyal listener, Brandon, you're about to get. You're about to get a gold star. I'm gonna sing you something. I'm gonna give you some Coors Light, okay? Because I saw you were number one. You were drinking on some pretty nasty beer, my friend. I saw that. I saw that Miller Light, 16 ouncer. That's that non-silver bullet. It's a bullet, but not a, not a silver bullet. And Ugh. listen, my friend, come on. What are you doing? What are you doing? I know Miller, Miller Coors are the same company. So, hey, if Miller Lite wants to sponsor me, you go right on ahead. I just want Coors Light, okay? That's all I'm saying. Uh, you need some Coors Light, my friend. Okay, Steven, we're going to play We're going to play PS. Oh, my, <laughs> the moral of the story, Rocket League is the worst game of all time, and I, I play it, I get angry. I play five games, and I'm like, this, this is worse than Call of Duty. But I'm going to keep trying because I'm not a, I'm not a quitter, okay? I'm going to keep going. So, thank you, Steven, for, for being on and officially submitting your status as a reoccurring guest. Yeah. No we'll, problem, see if we, we'll, see, we'll see if we talk next week or anything. We might do some Pro Bowl predictions. I'm just kidding. I'm not talking about that at all. <laughs> Pro, skills challenges. <laughs> the skills challenge I might talk about. But, okay, thank you, my, thank you, my friend. All right, peace.
Thank you to Stephen Bruin for coming on and doing that. He's a reoccurring guest officially now, as as we mentioned a couple of times. And I think we're going to do some big things uh, about basketball as football season winds down and I have to pivot this podcast into different sports and keep it going. So Stephen's going to be a voice you hear a lot. So if you think he's good, uh, you're welcome. If you think he's bad, tell me so I can uh, I can tell him to shape up a little bit. So here is Tyler Roach. Hey, Tyler, how are you doing, my man? Doing fantastic after the Niners are heading to the Super Bowl. You're doing great, huh? Oh, better than great. It's an amazing feeling. I, I've, I've known it a long times over these years, but this year uh, I'm happy. I'm happy to let to let somebody else get get the feeling. It's it's a good feeling. Uh, one game away, uh, your team your team shellacked Green Bay. That was my prediction. Remember that? It is. You did and, tell me that last night. Yeah, I thought there'd be one close game, one blowout. They both were kind of blowouts, but uh, that the 49ers game was it was one sided at the very start. Uh, you had Aaron Rodgers not playing that well, and the defense looking phenomenal as per usual. Jimmy G, you and I could have done the game Jimmy Garoppolo had tonight. <laughs> That's what my dad said. Didn't even have to. Didn't even have to really uh, do anything because of how good the running game was going. It was, it's beautiful to watch. I was telling Stephen uh, when we recorded uh, earlier tonight that I don't usually like watching run play designs because you know they just bore me usually, but what the 49ers do is, is beautiful. It's like, it's like a painting. Everybody hits their blocks. Uh, so basically what I said to Steven and I'll let you, I'll let you go on a little bit of a, a rant here because this is really why we're doing this. So you can, so you can gloat when you have use check and Kittle in the game, you have seven offensive linemen and Debo and, and Emmanuel Sanders are both good blockers too. So you're basically having, you know, 10 P or nine people that are very capable blockers and then seven phenomenal blockers that never miss it seems so it's it's amazing and I, I i i bet money on them to win tonight uh to win the super bowl i bet uh put a put put a bet down and hey i'm feeling good about it i think i think they are the best team this season i think it was them and the ravens were the two best teams and the ravens obviously faltered and the 49ers looked as good as they looked during that hard road that they had during the regular season the five straight games so I think your odds of winning the Super Bowl are very good, my friend. So I'm going to give you give you the floor. What'd you like? Uh, did you have any concerns about anything in this game, or are you are you high sailing and you think uh, you think Super Bowl 54 is in your hands? Um, let's see. I'll start off with my concern. My concern is with Shanahan in the second half, just continuing to run the ball, and he let the Packers, you know, kind of get back into the game a little bit, make it a possession game because mm-hmm. he wouldn't throw. He'd only run, and that's just annoying. Yeah, you know, I do worry that Shanahan has some some time management, and I think he has a his only problem, and they're pretty glaring, but he doesn't have many. But the ones that he has is 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 time management, is putting the game away, and I agree with you. But you know, the good thing is they're playing Andy Reid, who has that, but amplified for the past twenty years. So. I think I, I wouldn't worry too much about that. But, yeah, that, is, that was concerning because I actually turned the game off. I usually don't do this, but Sarah, Sarah didn't want to watch the blowout anymore. So I said, okay, we can turn it off. And I was watching on my phone while we were watching something else. And uh, I was like – I looked at the score. It was whatever. It was 34 to 7. I saw the first touchdown, and then I turned it off. And then it was 34 to 14 and then to 20. And I was like, uh-oh, is this something happening right now? But obviously- Yeah, because I was like, dude, all they need to do is get one stop and then score a touchdown and seven freaking points. Yeah. They look good, man. 
what's your what's your take on Jimmy G? Do you think that this is my concern? I I didn't really say this to Steven, so I don't want to I don't want to repeat myself too much. I I do worry that Jimmy G probably, even though he's done it in the regular season, I think if Mahomes is able to put up enough points and then and the running game's not working, kind of how the Chiefs stopped the Titans today, I don't think they'll stop the 49ers like they did Derrick Henry, but if that happened, uh, my concern is could Jimmy G uh, put up enough points to to duel Mahomes if they just totally sell out on the pass and say you, Jimmy G has to beat us? I, I, I'm 100% confident that he can. You like porn star Jimmy? I do. I think – I mean, like – He did it against the Saints, so yeah, I, mean, I agree I'm, with you on I'm that. I'm going to say, I mean, yeah, look, I mean, look at his stats throughout the last two games. They're pretty damn good stats. And he, I think he 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 was tied for the most fourth quarter comebacks in the league this year. So I'm not I'm not out on him, especially. Which I don't know. It's just everyone's gonna bag on him. Oh, we threw eight passes. We threw eight passes. But look at the games where he's thrown three hundred yards or. Yeah, he didn't. He had a he had a fine season, and the game. I mean, the best thing about a good quarterback is they can do what's needed to win. He didn't need to throw the ball at all. Yeah, he doesn't care. He didn't need to throw it at all. When he did need to throw it, he made the throws. Yeah, so I, I agree with you. My, uh, what was your feeling of the the Aaron Rod? How how do you feel Aaron Rodgers played today? I mean, I feel like he played. I mean, his stats are good, but a lot of them came when it was already over. Yeah, the thirty-one for thirty. Yeah, that's what I was saying to Steven. It's all garbage time stats. I thought he had a really bad game. Uh, what did Darren say? Uh, I didn't talk to him too much about it because it seemed like he was kind of butthurt about it. Darren's sad. Oh, I'm sorry, Darren. <laughs> Darren, I'm sorry. But, yeah, I mean, everyone knew it was going to happen. But... Yeah, I, 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 try, I tried telling people this. Uh, the Seahawks almost beat Green Bay, and I don't think you anybody can say the Seahawks are that good a team, and – Green Bay had struggles beating them. They almost lost to the Lions week 17. They almost lost to basically every team. They, they almost lost to the Redskins a couple weeks earlier. They just aren't that good. I know they went 13-3, and three, but they had a really easy schedule, and they lost to all the good teams pretty much. And so I, was, I didn't think this game would be that close because they just don't, they don't match up good with each other. Uh, there's this thing. The 49ers do play action, throw in between the numbers, and use motion more than any other team in the league. Those are the three things that the Packers' defense is worse at. They, that's the three things that they rank really low on. They, they're good at everything else on defense, but they are, it's really hard to stop the between-the-numbers passing game. They're not good in play action, and, they, and, they, uh, and I don't know why, but they, just, they have a low success rate against uh, pre-snap motion. And I, this guy I follow, Warren Sharp, the best, the best football follow on Twitter, he, he did a video on this, and he's like, the Seahawks could have won if they would have done this more. It just isn't part of their football team. But the 49ers exploit this more than any other team. So, you know, it's not a good matchup. And I agreed, and I'm, I, I thought that this was what's going to happen, and I'm happy that I was right because I don't think that the Packers could beat the Chiefs. So, I think the oh, 49ers yeah, I don't think they the could Chiefs. beat the Chiefs either. Yeah, so what do what, – what do you want to say? Give give me a little gloat. Like, how happy are you? you, you know, I mean, dude, I'm happy as hell. Like, man, they haven't been to the Super Bowl in eight years. Eight years? They haven't won one since you've they been alive. They haven't won one since, yeah, three years before I was alive. 
Yeah, so, this, you this know, is a monumental I've, thing. I've experienced the Giants and the Warriors, so now it's time for this. But nothing compares to the Super Bowl. Nothing. That's what I mean. Like, I said I would have tried all that in for a Super Bowl. I mean, I love football more than basketball and baseball. Yeah, and it's so much harder to win a Super Bowl. You know, like with that those Warriors teams, uh, you, once you win the first one and then the next year you're 73-9, and nine, you know that there's a – pretty good chance that you have a shot at the next five years and like a like a flip of the coin or even better than that you know baseball yeah. is a little different but i mean come on baseball is not isn't hey, this is a 2014 world series casey or san francisco oh bad blood yeah um no i i think i think it's a good story for both teams it's been 25 years since uh since the 49ers have won one it's been 50 since the chiefs let's make it 51 hopefully and yeah and uh I saw on Twitter that, uh, like, you know, this is kind of like a good, like, picture, like, you know, like, picture perfect ending, like, how Garoppolo tore his ACL last year against the Chiefs, and now this is the time to... Oh, did it happen against them? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that is cool. And so now, you know, he can, he can put them out. Yeah, I, I think uh, I'm pretty confident in this game. I mean, Pat Mahomes is crazy. You know, he, he I was telling Steven, and it's, it's so crazy because he, they could be down 24 and they could still win, you know? Yeah. down 10 this game and at the end of the half they took the lead and you're like ah oh, this game's over even though they started another half you're like ah Tennessee's not winning this so uh, that's the worrisome part Mahomes is playing at a great level but I do think that the 49ers defense is better than the Titans or better way better than the way Titans. better yeah and so uh I, I I'm, I'm confident in this I'm one. just I'm, I'm just I want Jimmy to get uh MVP so bad Super Bowl MVP yes It'll be him or one of the running backs. I know it's gonna be. I just, I just hope Shanahan lets him throw. I think he's gonna have to throw more. Obviously, he is. Uh, They're not gonna be able to do this in the Super Bowl, which is nice because I want him to throw. You're, you 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 uh, you wanted to get the SB MVP, huh? I do, so I can shut the critics up about him. Yeah, I think he's got a good chance. I'm sure the favorite is probably Mahomes. Then the second favorite has to be Jimmy G or, or Kittle. I mean, yeah. No, I don't. I think I think Jimmy G has a good chance. You give two two touchdowns, three touchdowns, two hundred and eighty yards. Yeah, he'll for sure have to go win it. So, okay, any more gloating? Because we could be clo- we can be. I covered all the games. Unless you have anything else you want to say. I was looking. So I was looking at like prices for everything to go to the Super Bowl. Yes, I've done this a lot. It's so expensive. Like it, it. Like it came out to being I think a nine thousand dollar trip for everything. Yeah, it's it's insane. You it's smarter if you buy your tickets like two months before, but then you have to you don't know if your team's gonna make yeah. it there. So that you can never actually do well, that. Well, because because Harry Styles is performing oh, in Miami yeah, on that weekend, so you know that'd be super cool. To go see that would Harry be cool. and go to Super Bowl, but it's also nine k when I can. Hopefully, if they win, I'll go down for the parade. So, yeah, nine thousand dollars. You should invest that. Yeah, if I know. Over that, <laughs> so, because hopefully, like, yeah, if they win, I can just spend the what uh, two hundred bucks on a plane ticket and go to the parade for a day. Yeah, I'd do that. That that uh, Super Bowl. Oh, the get-in prices on SeatGeek three point eight thousand. Yeah, add the freaking service fees, which is a grand. You wanna if you want a Section seventy two club. Which is on the fifty yard line. Oh my god, I looked at that. Uh, Twenty twenty one thousand. Yeah, dude, that's insane. I saw that. I was like, what the hell? Oh, if you want the oh, okay. If you don't want the section seventy two club and sit on the forty nine er sideline side, you can get in on row seventeen for almost thirteen k, or row sixteen for fourteen k. Or if you want to sit on the forty five yard line, you can get row twenty two for nine point eight. 
That's oh, so that. insane that people pay that. Oh, I know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know who goes to Super Bowls. Like, what? Nor- what normal working class person goes? Because no there one are, can like, afford it. Yeah. I know. It's insane. I guess you have to win the tickets. Like, if you win them from a, a like, they give out Super Bowl tickets to, um, like, season ticket holders. You know, yeah. and they get them for face value, which is like way cheaper. But I don't know how many of those there are because I'm looking at all these. You can sit in section 344, row 15 for 5.5K. I mean, yeah, if you're going to spend 5,000, you might as well spend like 8,000 and sit close. Yeah. And point. then, like, the, yeah, the plane ticket was like 500. The Airbnb. Yeah, we, we kind of, it kind of sucks because we live, you know, in Washington, yeah. which is the first for the state away. I, I, was, I was looking at Airbnbs. There are some crazy ones where you could stay in this, like, tent. It looked pretty cool. It was like a little teepee tent in someone's backyard for like. 30 bucks a night. A teepee tent? You'd just yeah. be camping in somebody's backyard? Just just live in a car. Rent a car and just sleep in there. Five bucks a night. Ooh, that might be nice. <laughs> but okay, hey, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm excited. I think that these are the two best teams in football. Uh, the Ravens had a case, and they, they, they shit the bed, like I said. So I think the Chiefs were a top-four team all year. I think the 49ers were a top-four a top team all year. And uh, we're going to get a good game, I hope. I think it, yeah, I think it should be a good game. Because um, this is this can either be the coronation of Mahomes, or you know, then there's a narrative switch is he can't get it done in the games that matter most, right? I hope so. I'm not a big Mahomes fan. Yeah, I I think he's great, and my whole problem with the Chiefs is the rest of the team. Like I I can't stand Tyreek Hill. I hate Tyreek Hill, and I don't like Travis Kelsey. Yeah, Travis Kelsey when he did his thing on stage. Oh, that was um, so cringy. He was trying to be Gronk. He was trying just, to be. He was trying I, to be Gronk. Yeah, I, mean, I just, just can't stand him. Yeah, he's he's really annoying. He had a dating did, show. Like, come on. I know that was lame. Did did you see Frank Clark's dumbass post game interview? Yeah, he's terrible too. Oh he also God. is a. He's also a a, a a domestic abuser, isn't yeah. he? I mean, they they don't care. And I tweeted this out, and I said this. To I Steven, saw that. So yeah. Yeah, and it got like two hundred likes or mm-hmm. something. But uh, yeah, people were like, that. that's funny coming from a Pats fan. I was like, yo, when Aaron Hernandez got arrested, they, they released him. Yeah, no, they I know. They didn't I, wait yeah, for the I trial. Saw what you said. Yeah. No, every team makes questionable decisions, right? But I'm saying, like, the Chiefs keep doing it. They don't, they don't have any, any moral code. So, it's kind of annoying. But, yeah. Let's hope we get a good game. I'm rooting for the 49ers. I have money on the 49ers. I'm just happy to, do, happy to put some money on it because – the line was Chiefs by one and a half, I think, which I, I'm fine with that. But I'm really that's wild to me that they that they're the favorite. I know. Uh, I guess they've looked really good in these playoff games, but they've went down double digits every game. So at the last two games, and I don't think if you go down double digits against the 49ers defense, it's going to be as easy to come back on. As, yeah. Because I don't think the big plays are happening. And what they need to do is just remember yet last night I was saying if the Titans want to win, just play cover two or cover three, two deep safeties. Don't, don't let anything pass and give up everything underneath. And the Titans kind of did that sometimes today, but they still didn't get any pass rush. They, so yeah, that game was over when, when they took the lead in the second quarter, sadly. I, I, I like the Titans and I think they had a good year. They have a lot of things to consider. We, Steve and I were talking, Derek Henry's a free agent. He's going to get a huge deal. Tannehill, oh, yeah. Tannehill's deal. I looked it up uh, on sport track or whatever it is. And they said that he is looking at something between a three and a six year, 30 million a year contract oh is what his market goodness. value is. And I wouldn't sign him to that, but Me you kind of, you might be forced to, if, if cam doesn't come and what other option do you have? Yeah. So 
they might be they might be in in bad luck but hopefully Tennessee's good because I actually I like that team and I like Vrabel a lot so um thank you Tyler any last things you going to the Super Bowl? No, no, you just no. <laughs> but a, it sucks. Like, it sucks. You got to wait two weeks for it. Yeah, I know. I don't even know what I'm doing this week on the podcast. I had to do a basketball episode, I guess. Lame. Uh, it's mid-season, you know. Half the season's <laughs> over, so yeah, I'll do. I'll do one of those. But yeah, I know football's almost over. I got to figure this shit out quickly. I know. I'm gonna be super bad when it ends. Yeah, it's terrible. I I miss the NFL season the day after it ends. So, okay, watch the circle. The on, Netflix. on Netflix, watch that. It's a, it's you, you like it. All right. Okay. See you, Tyler. Thank you so much. Yeah. See you, dude. Yep. Have a good night. That is our episode. Thank you, everybody. I don't know how this week is looking because there is no football on Sunday, so Benny and I can't do any predictions. But uh, I'm gonna try to get a basketball episode in uh, this week instead of a football one, or maybe I'll do a, a year in year in uh, review about the NFL and stuff because it was a really fun year. I mean, except for my Patriots, it's been a little sombering, but I think I'm going to do that. So either that or basketball. So we'll see. You'll see. It'll be a surprise, but thank you for listening. Uh, give me, give me thoughts and prayers for my, for my hangover. I mean, geez, Louise, this sucks and uh, take care. Have a good one. We'll talk soon now.